He's the sportsbook director at the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. You can follow him on Twitter at Andrew Sports. Chris Andrews making his return to the Sharp 600. My man, thank you so much for coming back on the show. How are you? I'm doing really well, Joe. Thank you for asking. And uh, always one of my favorite little uh, segments or snippets to be on the air with you. So uh, always a pleasure, my friend. Always super informative. So thank you very much again. Let's begin with this question. Um, There's always a lot of controversy regarding the college football playoff structure. One team ranked too high, one team ranked too low, UCF getting snubbed. You know all the storylines. But as a bookmaker, someone who power ranks these teams – how do the current playoff rankings stack up against your power rankings? Do you see it similar to how the committee sees it? Well, you know, I think Notre Dame is probably a little overrated. Uh, you know, I think they're good. They probably deserve to be where they're at. But, I, you know, are they the third best team in the country? Yeah, not according to my rankings. I don't see that. But, you know, I, I, I really have no beef with the, with the uh, committee putting them where they're at. They played a, a reasonably tough schedule, came out unscathed. Uh, you know, they had some close games along the way. And like I said, I, I don't think they're all that good, but they're probably, according to the committee, the way they look at things, probably properly placed. I think really the wild card is Georgia. Uh, you know, I think is really good. You can make an argument that they're the second best team in the country, uh, probably no worse than third. Uh, if they play a really tough game against Alabama, I mean, if they win or lose by a field goal, a touchdown, something like that, a one-possession game, what do you do with them? So I think really at this point in time, that's uh, that's a big wild card, and I have them very highly ranked. I think they're, they're probably the third-best team in the country uh, at worst. There are a lot of fans who feel personally aggrieved at the snubbing, quote, of the University of Central Florida over the last two seasons. Undefeated last year, currently undefeated this season, and yet very little love from the committee. But as a bookmaker, when you're power ranking these teams, you take very little into account outside of how good they truly are. How good is the University of Central Florida? Are they one of the four best teams in the country? No, no. I, I, no I'd have them probably, uh, I'd have to look at my notes, probably like about 12th or something like that. Now they lose their quarterback, a kid that was very, very good. Uh, I, I don't really know that much about the backup. So I'm not sure exactly where to put them now. But, uh, you know, listen, if we had an eight-team playoff, I'd say they probably would deserve a shot just after two years of playing uh, this kind of football because they are a pretty good team. There's no question about it. Uh, but in a four-team playoff, I mean, you really it's hard to make that case. It really is. I don't think they're one of the four best teams in the country, regardless of what happens this weekend. Friday night, Pac-12 championship, Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. It's going to be the Washington Huskies laying five against the Utah Utes. Utah came storming back to beat BYU in the Holy War this past Saturday. Washington off a huge win in the Apple Cup over Washington State last Friday night. What are you seeing here? Uh, action has been pretty well split a little bit on Washington. Uh, we're still at five, which is where we opened it. I see it creeping higher in a couple spots. I'm definitely going to take a bet. Uh, you know, I, I think both teams are, are good, uh, but they've both been a little bit inconsistent when you take the whole year as a, as a big picture. Uh, I think the number's about right. And like I said, I'm using five. There's some money coming in on Washington. 
I'm willing to go either way. The betters want to take me on that game. To Saturday we go, Big 12 championship game at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. It's going to be Oklahoma laying eight against Texas in a rematch of the Red River shootout, which the Longhorns won earlier this season. The Sooners undefeated since that game, looking for revenge here. But as we all know, Chris, Tom Herman in the underdog role has been almost a sure thing for betters who have been following this trend over the last few years. Do you see the Sharps coming in on Herman and the dog roll again this weekend? Well, Joe, not yet. Uh, I opened the game seven and a half, and we got bet up to eight on that game. So I kind of was anticipating uh, the Sharp money coming in on Houston, and it still might. I mean, we're still a couple of days away. But so far, uh, the money and some you know pretty decent amount of money was uh, bet on Oklahoma minus the seven and a half, so I'm running the game eight right now. Joe, could I give you a little hint here? Because I know you have guys on uh, listening that may want to make a wager once in a while. Yeah, maybe one just a things, couple of us. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a couple. One of the things I told my guys to look out for is parlays with Texas on the money line going to Ohio State, you know, minus the 14. Really? Uh, because – if Texas wins that game, a lot depends on the Georgia-Alabama game, too. But if Texas wins that game, I think Ohio State's going to look at this, uh, try to do to Northwestern what they did to Wisconsin a couple years ago when they, was it 52-3 to or something like that? Yep. And I, I think that's, I mean, now I personally think that needs the game stuff is like the most overrated thing in betting, but people still bet it. So I know if Texas wins outright, look for this Ohio State game to go way up. That's uh, one man's humble opinion. But I got my guys looking out for that parlay. And uh, if, if some of your listeners want to bet that, it might be worth a little shot. I mean, you're taking plus 260 on Texas. But, I mean, they're a pretty live dog. And uh, don't bet at the South Point. And for those of you who may be unaware, Texas-Oklahoma kicks off at noon on Saturday. Ohio State will take on Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship Saturday night at 8 p.m., so they will have full knowledge of the winner and what they will need to do, if anything at all, to convince the committee they deserve a spot in the Final Four. To the SEC Championship in Atlanta, Georgia, at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the Alabama Crimson Tide laying 13 against Georgia in a rematch of last year's National Championship game. 13 points against a good Bulldogs team. Is this too many? It sure is. But meanwhile, I had the game 13. A guy came in yesterday, bet me 20,000 on Bama minus the 13. So I was at 13 and a half. I had some money back on Georgia with the 13. And then it's just starting to accumulate again. So, you know, listen, you never have to go begging for Alabama money. I can tell you that. And uh, so far it's coming in. But there, I got some sharp guys on Georgia, nonetheless. But games moving up, the 13s, I'm looking at my screen here, uh, about gone, mostly 13 and a half. And I think this game might even go up to 14 before you really get some real resistance and uh, some Georgia money starts coming in. If it's a tight game, I'd imagine an Alabama loss probably still puts them in the college football playoff. But if it's a tight game and Georgia loses, do you see them being worthy of, even with two losses against Bama and LSU as a team that should be in the college football playoff? You know, I, I, I do uh, certainly according to my power rankings, 
here's kind of the rub, though. Like, let's say you put let's let's say Georgia loses by again one possession, field goal, touchdown. It's hard to make them the number four seed because you're just going to see Alabama and Georgia again. Right. So I think if they want to put Georgia in, they're almost going to have to jump them over Notre Dame and make Notre Dame the four seed. Now that's very possible, but I think that if if Georgia plays a very very good game, even in a losing effort. I think you might see them go to the three seed. That, that's, uh, again, one man's humble opinion. ACC championship game, Clemson laying a mighty big number, somewhere in the neighborhood <laughs> of 27 and a half against the Pittsburgh Panthers, Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Now, this is winning in for Clemson. They don't need style points here, and that's a big number. You seeing anything on the dog? No. It's been all favorites so far, Joe. Uh, <laughs> well, I think this number's getting up there. I, I even see some 28 starting to pop up. Man, that looks like a really big number to me. And I, I tell you, I mean, it's hard to say, like, with a 12-0 and Clemson team, uh, you know, I don't think they're quite as good as the last couple of years. You know, um, you know, I, I use a lot of, you know, like comparative scores, of course, and, uh, you know, going into some of the metrics. And, uh, listen, they're very good. I think they deserve to be the number two team in the country. But I don't think they're that great, really. I think we probably, I think probably the last three years, uh, the Clem- the version of those versions of Clemson were a little better. Uh, I think the twenty eight, which you'll be able to find come Saturday, believe me. I think the twenty eight just a little bit too high. Big Ten championship, as we talked about a little bit earlier, Saturday night in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium, Ohio State laying two touchdowns against Northwestern. Now, you made a great case earlier. If Texas beats Oklahoma, Ohio State could absolutely be going for style points here. But then there's the other end of the equation. If Oklahoma smashes Texas, could this be a flat performance for Ohio State? You know, it's funny. I was talking to my guys today. I I think that if Oklahoma – you know, crushes Texas, avenges their one loss of the season, beats a very historic rival, I think it'd be almost impossible for Ohio State to get in. So I think this game, you know, I said I have the one scenario where if Texas wins outright, I think this game possibly could go to 17 or something like that. But if, like I said, if, if Oklahoma smashes Texas, this game could go maybe to 11. You know, I think that uh, – you know, Northwestern loves to play real ugly games and have you know, had a really good season. And, you know, maybe some of the motivation might be gone for Ohio State. So I see a lot of volatility possible in this number. Uh, you know, I put out my parlay cards today. I just used 14 because I think that, you know, it's hard for me to predict which way it's going to go. But uh, th- that definitely is another possibility. You know, maybe you want to lay Oklahoma minus the uh, eight or something like that. And then take Northwestern. I gave you the one scenario where you play Texas on the money line and Ohio State laying the points. You might kind of have another parlay with Oklahoma minus the points and then take Northwestern plus the points. You know, could come to fruition. In that, like I said, this needs the game stuff I think is very overrated. But I do, I do see numbers go that way. There's no question about it. Mountain West Championship, not on a neutral field. Boise State, minus two and a half, hosting Fresno. I have been on the wrong end of two Boise games in the last month. I had Fresno State in this game when they met a few weeks ago. Bulldogs looked great. They were up 17-3, I think, and then completely fell apart in the second half. I had Utah State last week, and uh, we all know how that ended. It was one of the worst beats of the season. 
So this time around, Fresno, do they get some revenge here, or is Boise just not worth fading on their home turf? Top one, Joe. Uh, I think you'll find some three on this game come post time, and I think if you get three, probably worth taking a look at Fresno. Uh, I think they're just a pretty they're a pretty good team. A little bit of revenge factor. Again, that could be overrated too. But uh, I, I, just, I think they're a very, very good team, and plus three is probably worth a shot. Last one I wanted to ask you about. It was postponed due to the campfire that took place here in Northern California a couple weeks ago. The big one, Stanford laying a field goal against yeah. Cal. Now, when I was researching and talking to people about this game a few weeks ago, it felt like the smarter guys were siding with Cal, and the spread was somewhere around the Golden Bears getting two. I see it back out there as a field goal. Any action or big notable action taking place so far for Stanford Cal? Yeah, not any big notable action yet, but I do see a little bit more of the smart money showing on Cal. Uh, why? I'm not so sure. I'm, you know, I'm a pretty good Stanford fan myself, but uh, I have a lot of respect for the Cal program. I think three is a good number. Um, I, I know it was two earlier, and a lot of wise guy money was coming in on Cal. But I think three is a good number at this point, and uh, whatever way the betters take me on this one, I'm willing to go with that. Uh, but uh, I, I, I think three's a good number. Probably gun to my head. I think I'd probably take Stanford in this one. You can follow him on Twitter at Andrew Sports. He's the sportsbook director at the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. And the next time you are in Las Vegas, you've got to swing by the South Point to say hello. Not just to Chris, but all the boys from the Vegas Stats and Information Network are broadcasting live from the South Point each and every day. Great experience. Fantastic environment. Chris Andrews with us here on the Sharp 600. Chris, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time, and best of luck this weekend. My pleasure, Joe, and uh, all the best to you and your family for the upcoming holidays. Really, and uh, you do a super job, and I love going on the air with you, so please never hesitate to give me a call if you can fit me in. Same to you, Chris. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. All right, buddy. You got it, pal. See you later.